Speaking of seasons. <laughs> Speaking of seasons. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I'm a PhD, and I'm interested in understanding the consciousness of the universe, so how souls inhabit celestial bodies and create consciousness to contribute to, you know, the evolution, formation of our universe and all the galaxies in our universe. Um, so please follow me on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics. Hey. Hey, I'm Michaela with Mariposa Moon Child on Instagram. Please check me out and follow me there. Um, my work is to be a part of the ripple effect of healing across the planet and to activate the inner healing and activate the unique medicine that lives in you. I work with shadow alchemy and attunement work through energy medicine. And yeah, so yeah, check me out on Instagram and thanks for being here. Awesome. All right, let's do some grounding. Let's ground in, breathe, all that. Yeah, so I'm just going to light some Palo Santo. Also giving thanks to um, the earth here um, that the Palo Santo wood came from, as well as the Palo Santo itself, the fire to burn it, and the smoke, the air. Place our hand on our heart and our feet flat on the ground and close our eyes if we're able to. And let's first of all imagine roots, deep roots grounding down out of our root chakra at the base of our spine and grounding deep into the soil and into the earth. Deep, 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 deep. Feel them go all the way down, 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 down into the center of the earth and connect here with the crystalline core, the heart of Gaia. Feel that beautiful diamond white crystalline core energy. We're going to take a few cleansing breaths here and with each inhale, breathe that energy from the mother, thanking the mother. Breathe that energy up, up into your body. So let's take a deep cleansing breath now, filling our lungs all the way to the top. Sucking in as much air as you can until you cannot anymore. Holding at the top. And opening our mouth and letting it go. <sighs> releasing anything that feels heavy, anything that might be weighing you down. Another deep breath in, drinking up that energy from Mother Gaia, filling up your body, filling up your chakras, filling all the way up and pause at the top. When you're ready, open your mouth, let it out, and give it back to the earth. Back to Mother Gaia. 
taking another one, breathing up that beautiful crystalline energy into our bodies, filling our lungs all the way up to the top, drinking in this energy, pausing here, feeling the heart, our hearts beating in our chest, the blood running through our veins, our flesh and bones, and when you're ready, let it go. Give it back to the mother. And gently, when you're ready, bring yourself back into this space. That was good. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about how, like, right now, I feel like this time, I think November is a universal month nine in numerology which is for completion and like wrapping up cycles anyway i was just thinking about like i think what was coming to me when we were wait how is it how is it a it's number nine it's uh it's when you add in the year i forget exactly it's when you add in the numerology of 2023 it's like oh oh so november in 2023 yeah, november, is a nine yeah, november 2023 is a nine and oh okay interesting yeah and um i just feel like i don't know i just feel like it's been like an interesting nostalgic time and i was just getting these visuals of like how this time of year is very like quantum and there's a lot of like timeline overlap and like just visual just the veils very thin yeah 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 and i just feel like right it just it's i don't know it just feels like an like an interesting time just seeing like this this revolving door of like different versions of ourselves and like looping back to them and thinking back to them and kind of just I don't know just some something about like there's a lot there's like a really big quantum nature to like this time and like revisiting old timelines and understanding um and just like reflection like reflection you know um mm -hmm. so i don't know i feel like that's kind of been the energy you know yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so what's up just out here hashtag living <laughs> hashtag <laughs> that's good that's good um <laughs> riding the waves baby riding the waves i know riding the revolving doors i don't know I keep getting that visual for some reason like revolving doors of different versions of ourselves and different aspects of ourselves and um i think um yeah i just think in retrospect it's kind of like um about realizing that we did enough you know and kind of like resting in that and like i think that's maybe why i keep getting the vision of like these different timelines because it's just like all these different recycling feelings of like looking back at like these different versions of you or like sad versions or accomplished versions and um i don't know it just feels like it's this 
energy of um, like accepting all of those versions and like you know kind of resting in what is this end of the cycle oh yeah that's that's what it was supposed to come back to right the end end of cycles so it feels like that Mm -hmm. it feels like some major yeah new things emerging yeah well we're in the season of death yeah so yeah we are it's crazy we're in the season of death everything is dying <laughs> everything I is personally dying. feel <laughs> everything is dying everything is dying i mean death is beautiful but I it love is death, because so. <laughs> it's so beautiful because i cannot stop obsessing over these really deep red trees that are in my neighborhood and i was like driving by them today and i was like mm. and i was like there's some some of these trees are like so deep like bright red that i'm like how is it possible that a color that like mm. rich just ex- is it is on a tree right next to me and it's like what a miracle <laughs> And it's also symbolizing. It's, it's like death. It's dying. Death. But it's like yeah. Oh, you know what I was gonna say? This is what this is like the what my deeper thought was of today. And I remembered once. Oh, this girl that I had a session with that I think I recommended her to you, Courtney. Um, remember? And I was thinking about mm-hmm. the color red. And then I remembered that when I had a session with her, she was telling me that the way that she like learned how to get grounded was meditating on the color red like meditating she told me that as well yeah and i I was like Mm -hmm. i had thought about it and then i you know sometimes i guess maybe i'll randomly think about it i was thinking about it today though kind of deeply and i was like hmm and then when i was feeling into it I was feeling like a lot more embodied because actually the first thing that it was bringing me to was like blood. And then I was feeling like I was in my veins. Like I was feeling like I was like in my body. I don't know. Mm. I kind of like, Oh, in your body. Yeah. Good. Right. And I was like, I was like, I was like, well, that worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of cool. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, and I think why I say, like, I love death is because, like, not per se, like, physical death, but there's, like, so, I mean, and even that, like, there's, there's so many ways to die, right? Like, there's, death really does exist all around us, and we tend to be so afraid of it, but, like, without death, there's not rebirth, you know, without the winter without the autumn without the winter there is not like the spring when like this flowers bloom and all the little babies are born and um, so there is there is a lot of there is a lot of beauty in death and I'm feeling that right now I feel like I'm in a period of like transformation inner transformation and I do feel you know called to retreat inwards a little bit you know put on the fire 
just be like all cozy, mm. be in my own space, my own contemplation. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are feeling this. And it is a reminder that we are cyclical beings that are not separate from the earth and from the seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, our bodies, our bodies move with the seasons too. And um, so right now, if you look around and it feels like there's death and dying and shedding of the old, uh, that is very much a process that can be reflected from within too. So nature is a really, really beautiful teacher. Mother Earth has so much wisdom. So are we willing to let her teach us as, you know, we watch the leaves fall as they shed as the tree, the tree no longer holds on to what is not serving it. It just lets it go with no attachment. Yeah. Goodbye. I'll see you new leaves in the spring. <laughs> yeah. But for now, I sleep. <laughs> it's like that sped up video of uh, the seeds planting. That is like still the coolest thing I've ever seen. I sent you that, I think, on Instagram. I, I put it as my story once. This guy that like plants these seeds, uh, it's like different uh, vegetable seeds with this side window. Anyway, you can see the roots go down. The roots go down just as deep as it goes tall. That's, a, that's another thing on its own. But then when, yes. it, when it grows, like when he speeds it up, there's leaves that just like die from the bottom. They just like die from the bottom and that's it. And it's like, okay. Well, yeah, that is another really beautiful reminder about nourishing our roots and we can only grow up and expand out as deep as our roots are grounded and planted and in the ground um so it is a time of focusing on our root chakra and nourishing this this space and nourishing our connection with the earth and with the mother and our and nourishing our roots and allowing them to grow and deepen and be nourished in the soil our roots are something you cannot see they're beneath the ground but they're holding us steady stable secure yep yeah and um i'm gonna be working on grounding a lot more we talked about this last week um gonna add some some better grounding practices in um but anyway maybe let's do you want to talk about the fact that uh we're gonna speaking of seasons <laughs> speaking of seasons we're taking a yeah. uh winter hiatus or <laughs> what do we want to call it uh well break we're just gonna gonna take a season yeah we're taking a season. um this has been a 
beautiful, great first year of the podcast. We're so grateful for everyone who's here and has been listening. It's been such a beautiful container. And personally, when I feel into it, I feel like the container is wanting to expand. Yes. And now Alyssa and I are in a place of figuring out and feeling into how that feels and what that looks like and what's the aligned like next steps for it, as well as in this death season, nourishing ourselves and nourishing our inner fire mm-hmm. and how we're feeling. So we're going to take uh, December off from the podcast, mm-hmm. just have a little a little break. Um, and also this is like a, it's a two-man show. It's Alyssa yeah. and I doing this. Alyssa does most of the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, or all of the editing <laughs> for for the actual like podcast recordings and the YouTube. So very grateful for her. And yeah, I think it's a time for her and I both to spend a little, uh, spend a period in this death period mm-hmm. with and in a, in a really loving way. Like this is not this is not the end of the podcast, not at all. We're coming back in January, so mm-hmm. look for us. We're just taking some time and for this holiday season to just like yeah. take a moment, take a breather, you know, spend time with our friends and our family yeah. for us to come together too on our intentions and our wishes for the podcast mm-hmm. and to come back all fresh and ready for the new year because we're and we're excited we're excited to come back we have things uh we're going to be recording episodes that we're going to be talking about um we're hoping to bring a few new things to the podcast Mm -hmm. so i feel like we'll discuss that a little bit later on and yeah and i just want to thank everyone so much that's been along for the ride with us this far please don't go anywhere please Look out for that episode to come out again in January. And in the meantime, go and listen to any episodes that you haven't listened to. Um, You know, scroll through them. See if there's uh, some names that jump out to you that resonate. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And with that, we would also love, love to hear any feedback or suggestions. As well as we're going to do... uh, Q&A episode in the new year because we'd really like to have some more interaction with our listeners or like hear from you guys what you would like to hear us talk about so our email is theorphicpodcast at gmail.com please send us any questions feedback but please send us um questions that you'd like to hear us talk about for this Q&A episode that we're going to be releasing in the new year I am really excited about this I'm really excited to hear um, what you guys would like to hear us talk about or what you guys would like to hear our takes on and go from there yeah no i'm really excited we're gonna just yeah we're gonna regroup like kind of integrate some of this just expansion of this crazy year and yeah um, you know come back uh yeah so we'll be back in january and shaking some things up just bringing a new the the next expanded version yeah. because um like it is organic this podcast is its own conscious organic entity so we need to yeah have it it breathes life so 
um we're gonna let it expand in its own ways and it's gonna be exciting because we're new every day like damn (laughs) it's crazy yeah so this is season one of the orphic and season two will be coming very soon in january 2024 yeah just as we launched um our first season in january as well so yes that's going to be really awesome, really exciting, and it's going to be a great, expansive season. So really looking forward to that and for bringing everyone along on the ride with us. Mm-hmm. And again, if you like our content and you resonate with us, if you find value, please share Please share episodes on Instagram. If there's like an episode that really resonates with you, share it and like tag a friend or send it to a friend. Um, as well as please give us a rating on Apple and Spotify, um, and as well as our YouTube. Give us, uh, leave a comment, give us a like, give us a, a subscribe. Like these things really, really help us out as we're like learning and building and growing um, from the ground up, from scratch with this. So having that feedback and these these little things really really matter to us and as well as follow us on the Orphic podcast on Instagram to keep up to date with what's going on. We're going to release um, some teasers of what's to come like in the new year and we'll put some stuff up there for our Q&A questions and some more things to like interact with you guys and hear your feedback and see what you're up to too. So yeah, definitely follow us to um, keep Keep up up. with our journey. Yeah. Yeah, and Q&A questions can be anything, like, personal, uh, like, anything. Personal, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, literally shoot any, anything. About space, about the universe, about spirituality. About healing, about the quantum realm, about, yeah, yeah. about anything. If there's anything that we've talked about on the podcast that you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, you can ask that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just want to say that, yeah, we love you guys yeah, so and, much. Yeah. And it's been super cool. Anytime we get a message about anyone that listens or has discovered us or yeah, it just is really awesome. Means a and lot. we feel very grateful to anyone that has found us in this last year and anyone that we have potentially helped or yeah, any of that stuff. I just thank you. So yeah forward to next year we're gonna feel into having guests as well next year i don't know when or what that's gonna look like but if there's anyone who you're like oh i would just like love for them to have a conversation or i'd love for them to be a guest on their podcast uh also yeah reach out to us and let us know send us an email um yeah let us know who you'd like to see on the podcast if there's anyone that kind of sparks your interest with that as well yeah yeah, I'm excited. I just I feel like I'm getting all these downloads right now of all the things that I f- see us like talking about next year. And I just feel like there's like big downloads that are going to be coming through like bit like really cool conversations about like interdimensionals, crystals, like technology. I don't know. I just I started like <laughs> seeing all these things and it feels cool. So feels like it's going to be a new level of. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever we're at. I think right yeah it's just right now giving it uh space so it can grow right yeah yeah it's gonna grow like it's it's gonna grow and um that that's important to us and that's the trajectory that i feel and see so 
you know, we're going to flow with it and move with it. And I think with that, you know, there's also, there also come seasons for the expansion, for the growth, for the death and the rebirth for, for the process. So honoring those seasons within ourselves Mm -hmm. and, um, within this work and within this container. Yeah, exactly. So I did want to um, touch a little bit on our last episode. For me, listening back to it, I feel like for Alyssa and I, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but it was, um, there were some moments in it that were very personal, that were like very personal stories that we shared either of what we're navigating in world events now or world events past. So with that, um, it, that was only our personal experience. And I also want to say um, there, like if, with our work and the podcast, it's really important for us to have like an open, non-judgmental, compassionate, loving container. So in those moments, we were speaking from like our experience and our like truth feelings and our authentic truths. But I want it to be known that there's no judgment um, to anyone out there for anywhere they're at in their journeys or how they're processing through things or for the choices they've made in the last few years, regardless of what that looks like. Um, yeah. And I think another thing, piece I wanted to speak through too is because we did talk about like, um, the government and stuff a few times. And this is an interesting one, even myself that I'm moving through because although, um, in my heart, I believe there are some higher powers that are trying to work against humanity to keep us small, to not keep a, to keep us away from being connected to our hearts and living in our authentic, authentic truth. However, um, let me feel into this. However, I don't believe that even being aware of these truths, I don't feel like placing blame on, you know, this is part of like the shadow work and the healing. It's like, um, placing blame on anything outside of yourself just perpetuates that same cycle. So again, even with like, I feel like some of my wording, um, and I was just like speaking from the heart of like my experience and whatnot, but I do think it's important to feel into like being aware of the cycles and the programs and whatever that have been distilled upon us. But we also, we don't have to place blame and we don't have to claim the victim. We we're in a space now where we get to choose our own sovereignty and, and move through that because we're placing the blame, um, even like on the government or on those higher powers or whatever it, it, it be, can be a really kind of easy scapegoat to move those feelings from some of those kind of shadow aspects inside of us into something like external because 
it is true. We're going through a shift in consciousness, a very big shift on the planet, but it's also like it's not happening to us. These are opportunities in a lot of ways for us to move through and to look at what it brings up in, inside of us too. And it does, I feel like, take a lot of responsibility, bravery, and courage to not put the blame on external things that are going on around you. Um, with And another thing with that is obviously there is a lot of... <sighs> again, disharmony in the world in general. And there's just like over like in the Middle East right now, it's just destruction and chaos and it just feels like hell. And I did want to take a second to feel for us to feel into that because we were talking about these things in our last episode too. And just as a human, like just as a human being, how it's time to end the suffering on this planet. And I believe we do that through connecting with our hearts. I don't believe it's going to all happen at once, but I feel as more and more and more of us connect with our hearts, it won't resonate. Violence won't resonate. These things won't resonate. And then so also feeling into our hearts, what can we do now and not judging others for the way they show up for the cause or lack of showing up for the cause because we're all really processing this different. For myself, I feel prayer is really important. I do believe in the power of prayer. I believe it's very powerful. I believe it is our sovereign right in our bodies to command miracles and we can do so. Um, so for myself, that looks like in this time, what resonates for me is I send out a daily prayer to the people and the souls that are being affected by this violence and it's not just in the Middle East I mean it's been across like it's not just in Gaza it's been across the Middle East and it's it's across Africa and this has been going on for years and years and years and years and the Amazon like the lungs of our planet the Amazon the waters and the rivers are drying up the forests are being burned. They're being deforested. Like that's the lungs of our planet. Our planet cannot be sustained without the Amazon. It's all this beautiful plant medicine is coming from. And so, you know, the mother 
she needs our help. She needs us to not look away. When you look in Africa and you and you look at what's going on, you know, gold comes from Africa, diamonds, all of these things, um, like the different metals that they put into like our phones and stuff like that. And people are enslaved and people are literally dying so that we can wear diamonds and gold jewelry and have a screen in front of our face all the time that we're actually addicted to and decreases our mental health. <laughs> I mean, or anyways, that's, that's the, the intent of it. Um, so it, 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 I think sometimes it feels overwhelming. It, it feels like a lot, like, how can I, how can I help? What can I do? And that's why the work of connecting to your heart is so important because it is a ripple effect. If you believe in the quantum realm and you believe in energy, it is a ripple effect. Everything around you, it's like it's the law of physics. Um, like everything around you cannot not be affected if there's a change in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like this bitch yeah. talking about physics. <laughs> you got it girl (laughs) but it's yeah it's true so I think one of the greatest things right now that we can do for humanity is ask ourselves what needs to be healed within me so I can show up in service what shadow aspects are coming forward in me at this time because this is also a very triggering time in many ways and you know what triggers are honestly so so beautiful like I think it's this uncomfortable feeling that as humans we like don't want to feel we're like oh this triggered me you know trigger warning trigger warning this trigger warning this trigger warning this (laughs) And I don't even know how I feel about that because what, and like there's obviously there's many different layers to this and what your trauma may be that you're being triggered from. But in so many ways, triggers are such a beautiful opportunity, a beautiful invitation for us to go deeper into those shadow aspects that are being brought to the surface. And I believe there's a reason for that. There's a reason there's something being shook up within you to feel and it feels uncomfortable. And as humans, we're like, fuck this. I don't want to feel the uncomfortable. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. So I'm out. So I don't want to feel this discomfort of whatever happened in my day to day. I don't want to feel this discomfort of whatever was said by my partner that triggered the fuck out of me. So I'm going to choose... I'm going to choose to numb out today. I'm going to use the things, the vices that I have to numb out. And you know what? I have a lot of compassion for being in that space too, because you know what? I've done it. I do it. I've had my own processes with doing it in the past and moving through that. Um, And we have programs that are set up to keep us in that, but also realizing on the other side, 
the beauty of the invitation that comes from the trigger and the beauty of allowing ourselves to go into that and say, okay, heart, what are you showing me about myself right now? What piece of me desires to be met by me deeper? What piece of me desires for myself to know myself deeper? Am I willing to go into that? Am I willing to shine love on this piece? Am I willing to give this piece compassion? Am I willing to be intimate with this piece, to know thyself, to know thy pulse? Your triggers lead you down a path to your awakening, to your greater healing. So the triggers, as I see it on earth in the world, from my point of view, are also leading, leading us there. Um... Anyways, I feel like I went on a, off on a side tangent with the triggers, but oh, I, I was just saying, I think the greatest gift you can give to humanity is going in, like into those spaces um, and connecting with your heart and doing that work so you can be in service to show up for the greater good and for the greater causes because like we need you. We're like, we're, we have a lot to shift we have a lot to rebuild and we can do it, but it's going to take all of us. It's going to take all of our hearts. It's going to take a big percentage of our hearts to be in this. Um, and also besides that, I do believe in, in the power of prayer. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I myself, I don't desire to look away from what's happening across the world, just because it's not in my immediate reality does not mean that it's not, that it doesn't affect me. You know, this is happening to my brothers and sisters. It's happening to me too. I, f- I can feel it. We can all feel it in the energy. Like, I wonder why everyone feels so tired and blah right now like it's Scorpio season but it's also deeper than that and most people I've talked to are going are feeling some type of heaviness in in their world or in their bodies at this time so um being gentle with ourselves too mm-hmm. and yeah so with that I you know I send my love to the souls that are leaving this planet at this time, the souls that are still here, that are suffering, that are in the crossfire, that are scared and feel alone and feel despair and feel helpless. I send love to them, to the Middle East, to across Africa, to the Amazon, to everyone that needs it across the world. And I ask us all, or I invite you for us all to place a hand on our heart at this time. 
and just call on the love member at the beginning of this episode when we felt into that crystalline core of the earth and feel that love rise up from the crystalline core into your chest and feel into it. Thank the mother for holding you. Thank your body. Feel something you're grateful for. I'm grateful that I woke up today and I'm not being bombed, that I woke up today and I heard quietness and stillness and that I know what to wake up in my bed in peace and warmth. I have food. I have clothes on my back. I have clean water. Feel into those gratitudes, no matter how big or small. They're all important. Feel that love in your chest bubbling up. And expand it, expand it out further than your heart into an aura around you of love. And now pick a person, place, whatever of your choosing that you would like to send this loving, healing energy to. And maybe it's yourself. But with intention, send this energy to that person or to that place and send it with love. And I was guided to read um, a piece from my journal that I wrote the other day. And honestly, I don't even remember what it says, so bear with me here. But I'm going to read it. It's my prayer. My prayer is for a peaceful world, for the suffering of humanity to end, to live in harmony with the earth, to love self and others unconditionally, to live in divine flow and alignment, to share our medicine and activate others on their healing, loving path, to know self, to walk in grace, to walk in beauty, to walk in trust, to dissolve the illusion of separation, to love all my brothers and sisters, to listen and follow my heart and guide others to do the same, to speak with authenticity, integrity, and conviction, to release fears and untrue limiting beliefs that keep me stuck in these program cycles to spread our wings and fly, to live in sacred reciprocity and divine service, to come back to the mother, to honor her, to honor self, to honor spirit, to honor my soul, my vessel, my body, to listen 
to respond, to rise, to fly, together, a hoe. Creator, hear my prayer. Another part of my process recently is before I went to the Aya ceremony, like I have an altar set up and I most of the time sit at it every day. Uh, and I had very much um, a routine of sitting at my altar and um, like cleansing, clearing my energy, grounding myself, um, praying, doing tapping, affirmations, meditating. I kind of had this uh, routine that flowed pretty good day to day. Like I was able to yeah, flow with it. And after Aya, it's been like really difficult for me. And I don't know why because, well, or I felt like I didn't know why because I've wanted to show up there. That's all where I wanted to be is to sit right in front of my altar and meditate and go in deeper. And I cleared out some weeks for me to just do that. And I got excited and I'm just like, I don't have any to do's because I think I, I, that was a lesson for me in the integration is I think I rushed back into the quote unquote real world Mm -hmm. a little faster than what I should have for myself. And I was already going pretty slow. Like I think compared to most other people's standards, I didn't necessarily have a lot going on that I like booked myself for, but that's also the other thing about like tuning into your intuition. It's just like, well, maybe I need a month after, like maybe I need, maybe it's not just a week or two weeks. Like maybe I need all of this time to go really slow and to do the integration work. Um, so anyways, I, once I like realized that I was kind of struggling with that, I was like, next week I'm going to take this whole week to just like every day just like sit at my altar and just journal and meditate and do whatever comes through like in the back of my head I have all these things that I want to work on like I want to I desire to journal more in depth about my Aya experience and kind of process that by journaling I desire to do some meditations around some of my soul work and what to bring through and like journal on that and like get more clear on some things and in my head, I kind of built it up as this, oh, next week is going to be beautiful. Like I'm going to have all this time to do all of this. And then I found myself really distracted and feeling blocked. Like I would sit in front of the altar and this would happen over and over. And my mind would go blank. It's like, I didn't know what to do when I had such, I I was in like a routine before and now I like, I, I like didn't know what to do. Like my mind would go blank and then I would get distracted. And then I'd be like, oh my God, it's like this time. And I still haven't done anything. And I would get like really in my head about it. And I'd keep sitting there and I'm just like, it was weird. Like it felt like a block. Like I literally couldn't do it. Like I just like, yeah, it was, it was super, super strange. And I had like a few moments, like a few days of kind of like feeling like that over and over 
and I went out to uh, one sister's place, um, the place where I did the first uh, mushroom ceremony in the womb cocoon, and she offers oracle card readings. So I went out to her place, which was really nice because she's got like an off-grid property, and she Mm -hmm. had the fire burning, and uh, we had a moment and did the oracle card reading, and a lot came through about like being rooted and feeling safe and secure and just like my root chakra, which felt so, so true. Like I recently did um, a body talk session with a friend where we did an exchange and it's just like the first thing that came through was like permissions, which means like you have to do this before like you continue on with the uh with the session, I guess it doesn't happen very often. It's like, and I just had to repeat over and over. I am safe on earth. I am safe on earth. I am safe on earth. So there's a lot of focus for me right now of what it feels like to really be grounded and rooted into the earth and not just like a quick little like meditation yeah. of, Oh, my roots go down. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, I'm rooted. <laughs> Um, which will will work for some people. Yeah. Everyone's different, but like really coming back to that that safety and security and feeling that in, in my own body. Um, so I think this was like the next day or the day after I, I I had went out there and I was just yes sitting in front of my altar and just. My mind was going blank. I was just struggling. I was like, why? Like, I feel like, again, tell me all, all these shoulds. Like, I feel like I should have journaled this much by now. I feel like I should have done these in-depth meditations by now. I should have done these healings by now. And I'm just like, I'm just like sh- struggling to even like know what to do. Um, and a lot of it was like the shifting that was happening because things felt like, like my prayer that I usually say, like, I felt like I needed to change that and it needed to be shifted. But there was just like, some type of resistance. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like, I guess forced myself against that resistance for a while. I kind of really like pushed myself and I had pulled a card the night before from the new deck that I, that I had gotten from when I went out and did the Oracle card reading. And it was, uh, the Baobab tree I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it was this tree and the, the meaning, the message was to give an offering. And I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. When I was at Shambhala, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I traded someone for some tobacco. Yeah. Cause for a while I've been wanting to like in our area, uh, the fires came through our area about two years ago and then there's a big chunk that got like logged and I wanted to make an offering to the land as well as like I just I feel like a lot of pain in the land that I'm around yeah. too like a lot of pain yeah, um so I was sitting, and this is all how the synchronicities work. I was sitting next to somebody at Shambhala for the opening ceremony, and I seen her take out. It's like surprisingly, I had a hard time finding like just organic, regular tobacco that's like 
Cause it's very different than like a, yeah. like a cigarette or something, right. For people listening, like it's not just the same right. as like a chemical filled like cigarette. And I thought like some of the uh, cannabis shops out here maybe have it, but I couldn't find it. So I seen this girl sitting next to me opening some like loose, uh, pl- like tobacco. And so I just asked her, I was like, Hey, like, um, could I have some of your tobacco? Like, could I trade you? Which is like, that's like just the magic of Shambhala. I love that. Cause like, okay, where can you yeah. go up onto a street and be like, Hey, yeah. can I have that? Can I trade you for something? Like I gave her one of yeah. my rose quartz crystals and I just did like a, a little trade. And it was so funny. Cause she's like, Oh, here, here's like a paper, yeah. right. To like smoke. And I was like, Oh no, I don't need that. And she's like, Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, I had this, this tobacco from Shambhala that felt really special yeah uh for for this offering for the land and it was still in my backpack from Shambhala downstairs somewhere in the basement like I hadn't Mm. used it at all and this card of the offering made me remember it I was like oh yeah right so I went and got it well actually first of all I think I was just feeling so like eh, like sitting at my altar so forced blah 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 I just, I, and I think I sat with Hapay too. And I just felt this call to just like, just go outside. Like you need to change up in your environment. You need to get out of here. Like, just like go. And I laid, I I went outside into my yard and the sun was shining. This was not long ago. Like it was getting cooler out, but the sun was shining. And I just like laid on the earth. Like I just like laid on her and really like felt her and I had such a moment with her, like an inner child moment. So I was brought back to, you know, that place where I was like alone crying in my bedroom, which I've talked about in the mushroom ceremonies before. And I was kind of like judging it a bit. I'm like, why is this coming up in my head? Like, again, like, I feel like I've worked through this, but it was just like, because the mother, the earth, Shakti, Gaia, Pachamama, she wanted, she was like, she was like, I was, I was always here for you. I was always here for you, holding you. Cause in that moment, I, I felt like I didn't have anyone. And maybe my mother wasn't there for me in that moment to comfort me as, as I would have liked, but the earth was like, but I I was there. I was there and I I was always holding you and I, you know like I am your mother. Um and that's not to say anything good or bad against my mom. I love my mom, but it was just that that moment I had with the earth and it was just like so yeah. profound and I was like wow. I was like yeah. It's like you're you're always here. You're always holding us like always and then I just like started like just crying and just like had this moment with the earth of just like you know cheek to soil mm-hmm. and I remember it feeling so like blissful and serene and like that's kind of like that was just like a moment of in your like just real pure human like rawness you know like I'm in the emotion but I'm connecting so so deeply with her and I remember noticing like the elements around me I was like oh I'm like laying on the earth with like my hands out and the wind is like rustling through the trees and like I'm breathing this fresh air 
into my lungs and then and like I'm crying and like the tears like I'm just letting them like drip off my face and go back into the earth and it's just like an offering back in into the earth and I was just noticing how all the elements are all around me and within me and just like that connection to earth and then like you know my the, the land that I'm the guardian that came in through so strongly too, because this, I've been feeling this pull of this other land that's mm-hmm. calling Bryce and I in. And I, I can see the visual of what that's going to look like for us. And, Ooh, yeah. but it just came through so strong, but you have to build a relationship with the land that you're on now, the land that you're a guardian now, like desires to create yeah. a relationship with you. And you have to tend to that land now before you can learn to build a relationship with another, another um, oh, place. And it was just like, wow. That's interesting. Hmm? The thing about building the relationship with the land before yeah like i've been thinking about that a lot lately just um yeah i mean connecting with the land in general and how like we do have these connections to land especially if we've spent like a good amount of time on them but yeah for you it feels like um it feels like it's more rooted in the permission to be from earth and from like this like nature and you know that is so much of your um like connection and your calling and your natural state is wanting to connect to nature and so it's like it's kind of like this remembrance of this permission um that just existing like just the trees do is enough yeah well i think just learning to build that connection because it's kind of like how can i learn to have that connection with the land this other land that's calling me in if i'm not even prep uh actively practicing that right now yeah um and then and then just feeling so grateful for that too like i I have a beautiful home. I have a beautiful space where we live up in the mountain and yes, it's, it's burnt and yes, there's a lot of pain here and I know that I won't be here forever, but I'm here now and there's a reason that I'm here now and I have the opportunity to nurture that relationship now and not only the opportunity, um, but the, but the privilege, like, like I, I, I desire to, I really, I really want to. So and that's where I felt with, um, so then I had the tobacco as an offering. So I went back inside at my altar and I just felt, I just felt into that in the tobacco and I cleansed it and I cleared it and I brought in through some like activations and set intention and prayer into it as well as I had, um, a small selenite crystal that's like, I want to be buried outside. Like, and I was like, okay. Hmm. And I went back outside I started the fire so and I don't think I've ever started my own fire outside I start the fire inside all the time we have fires outside but usually Bryce is around Mm -hmm. and he starts it so I started my own fire and got that going I brought had Newton Osa out we're in the yard it was a beautiful day the sun is shining elsewise I'd be inside at my altar trying to like force it and I literally just like laid on I laid on the earth and I brought myself 
out some hot cocoa because I don't have cacao right now. So I just made myself some like mm. hot cocoa with honey. Uh, and I intuitively, I intuitively felt into it. I was like, where, where does this like tobacco want to go? And, and I felt into the place and, and I dug a spot for it. And I put it in there and I just had a moment where I just thanked the land and I thanked the earth. And, you know, I I prayed for what my intention was with this offering and prayed for the healing for the land. And, you know, I'm crying through it because I'm finally having this point of connection and how beautiful that feels and how it's and realizing the disconnection before and how important this is. And then I felt into where my crystal wanted to go or actually where I put the tobacco. Uh, I, so then I buried it after that and I had the stone that I was given to when I went out for the Oracle card reading that was from around her fire that she gave me to help with grounding. And I took that stone and I placed it on top where the tobacco was and I left it there. I left it there all night and I brought out my, my feathers, my owl feathers, and I stuck them in the earth and I gave them back to the earth. And I was like, if they're here, when I come back, then I meant to have them. And I just like left them there because they, they wanted to come out too. They asked to come out and to be activated and to to connect with the land. And then I had that selenite and I was like, where would you like to go? And it was like under that big tree. So I was like, okay. So I took it over there and I picked up a rock to like help me dig. And on the bottom of the rock was um, a spider mm-hmm. and I just like looked and the spider didn't move it just it just stayed there I don't know if it was already like hibernating mm-hmm. or what it, but it just it just like stayed there and while I like dug it and I was like wow this is like this is significant too like the spider the spider uh wove all creation like the spider mm-hmm. bring, brings creation and so I used that rock to to dig out my spot from my selenite, uh, you know, and I blessed it too. And I set it in there and with intention and prayer for the land, you know, I'm really feeling into that and, and I'm crying again and just, yeah, like my, my intent, my prayer is to bring healing to, to the land and back to you. And it's to develop a deeper connection and a deeper connection with mother Gaia. Like, you know, use, like, let me be in service to the earth. Like, let me walk and be in service to the earth. And I had that moment. Yeah. And it was really, it was really beautiful. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really profound and awesome. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's like a different level that, we have the ability to access once you once you understand how important it is to be grounded and once you understand how important it is that to have a connection with our planet and her soul and kind of have this deeper understanding of her and all these things it's um yeah, and there is such an important piece of it that is, like, we're on a feminine planet for a reason. Um, like you said, with this stuff, with the healing, with, like, the, the mother, and she, like, Gaia is 
like this motherly divine feminine energy and I'm sure there's other planets that have more masculine energy and stuff and it's like um in this setup we have this connection to um yeah like to our roots and our planet for a reason and it's available to us to connect with and it's also like yeah it's um it does feel like it takes it it takes like another because like even it sounds like you even kind of really have you un you unraveled like a new layer of like connection with the earth in that mm -hmm. whole thing right you probably thought before i'm connected i love gaia like i love putting my roots into gaia yeah oh right. yeah absolutely so it's like, yeah it, it was a humbling moment for me yeah, as well right so like these things can always go deeper if you're willing to like really um you're willing to really be able to like reap all of the benefits or go there it's pretty crazy yeah and it can be that simple too because in like giving back like I felt like I had a moment where it's like I don't need anything from you like I'm giving you this this offering um and it can be simple like you know, to a lot of people, a little sprinkle of tobacco and a crystal might not mean a lot, but it it does mean a lot if it's done in intent and prayer. And, um, you know, that's also, I tuned in, like, that's also what she asked for. And, like, there is a reason and there is, there is a meaning for these things, um, even if you don't, like, fully understand it. But... To be in a place where, as a human on this earth, I'm, I'm taking, like, I'm in consumerism, and I'm always taking, like, I, like, we eat food every day, the vegetables that are grown on earth, like, I have a garden in the backyard, like, what, we're, we're taking down her forest, like, we're, like, I'm using wood to heat my home, like, always taking, and to be in a moment where I just, gave something like back for once yeah. and feeling the power of that reciprocal relationship and what that looks like. And there's a lot more in, in depth to go there. Cause it's not like, Oh, well, like I, I gave you a little sprinkle of tobacco and it's like, we're, we're good now. Yeah, like right? there's, there's more to, <laughs> we good. there's, there's more to unravel and there's more, there more to do there. But like, what does that, that look like to be yeah, connected to earth in another way and to listen to her. And I feel like that was, that was another piece of the puzzle for me of opening that up and creating that connection with her as being a child of the earth, as getting the opportunity to be an earth keeper and to protect her um, and to learn from her. Like, she is literally our best teacher. Literally our best teacher. Like, if you, do you want to learn? Like, go outside and watch a tree. Like, listen to a tree. Like, what they observe. And then even me that day, like, sitting in my yard and I'm, like, looking at the trees in awe. And I'm like, 
you are such magnificent teachers because they are just being like just watch the tree just be watch the flowers the plants the bee that buzzes by the animals like just watch them be i even looked at osa and i'm like she's not thinking about this that happened yesterday and she's not thinking about this in the future she's right here in this moment laying on the grass and just being in like i have so like such a humbling moment like i have so much to learn Uh, like I have so much to learn and to, and to be taught from the plants, the animals from the earth. She has so much to teach me if I'm willing to listen. Yeah, Yeah, no, totally. I had a, I had a similar moment recently or just like I sent you, remember I sent you that like really nice video of my backyard and like this, like all the trees. I was like, I am kind of situated in a forest, which is really awesome um, because there aren't that many like dense woods areas on Long Island and some like this region of trees in the forest. Like sometimes it just looks like a big rectangular painting of trees. It's just like a big Monet or something of trees. And then now obviously with the colors and I was just like staring at it and I was like whoa and then I was getting all these downloads about the colors and what happens when looking at all the colors Mm. of the leaves interacts with our eyes and and like color therapy and all these things and like there's a response in your in your whole body to looking at these different colors and I was like whoa (laughs) um and yeah I agree just like it's so obvious how much it has to teach yeah and just, yeah, appreciating it. Or even like I've been sitting with uh, Hepe more often. And when I uh, sit with Hepe, I often like spit quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's normal. Not everyone does it, but a lot of people can do it. So I like spit in a cup. And then even that, like I, I will go outside and I will give it back to the earth. Like I will dump, I'll ask where she wants it and I will put it back onto the earth because it, it it is really just like it's just like a cycle right like even like i think as humans we get in our head oh this is so gross and this is how it's supposed to be but like no it's normal for us to like get give our like our body fluids and like give our give ourselves like back to the earth like it's normal to like like pee like on yeah. the earth and like like that's what our ancestors yeah. did that's like that's what, that's what everyone did until a toilet was yeah. invented and like i don't know when a toilet was invented but i don't think in the grand scheme of things it was that yeah. long ago like it's normal and natural for those things to go back into the earth and it's like part of the yeah. cycle you know definitely so if you see me outside naked peeing in my yard from now just kidding but that's why you're just giving it back to the earth <laughs> right where it came from yeah i have too many people to maybe feel comfortable around that but one day like in your new land that maybe, you're yeah, envisioning like, yeah awesome okay wrapping wrap there up. for this episode but thank you again so much for being along the ride of the first year of the podcast and definitely make sure if there's any episodes that you haven't listened to yet, go back and listen to those. Um, for my stuff, just follow me on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics and I will continue putting up. Lately, I've been having a lot of nice, like divinely inspired, just spur of the moment, like just messages. <laughs> Did one on shame last week that really 
I feel like hit home for a lot of people. So yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing there, sharing some downloads, anything else that comes through. Um, yeah. And what about you? Yeah. Uh, so please follow me on Instagram at Mariposa Moonchild. Again, thank you guys so much for being here in our first season of the Orphic. We're so excited um, about doing this work and speaking up or speaking our authentic truth and having it land, having people that are like actually like listening to us mm-hmm. is like pretty cool. So if you're one yeah. of them that's listening to us, thank you again from the bottom of our heart. You're so important to us. Please send us any suggestions or feedback, um, either like on our Instagram or you can reach out to us on email at theorphicpodcast at gmail.com as well as, yeah, please follow us on Instagram at theorphicpodcast and keep following us there. Um, in the meantime, if anyone's interested in working with me, you can reach out to me and we can do an Oracle session, uh, past life regression with energy release and also energy medicine attunements. Energy medicine attunements are really beautiful for working on the mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual bodies. If you got something on, we can feel into that and just moving and uh, working with the energy to release and go into the body or the auric field or any of those bodies that I mentioned and moving and shifting that energy for shifts to happen like in your physical reality um, and in places in in your life uh, for to ripple out for that beautiful ripple effect in your life and for others so if you're interested in working with me, please get in touch. I would love, love to do a session for you as well as I have my program, the Metamorphosis program open for enrollment too at this time. So if you're interested in doing a deep dive into uh, that healing work, doing the, the shadow alchemy, well, I also use some energy medicine in this program too. Yeah, just really doing that deep dive to find those pieces of ourselves that I was talking about earlier, or even like learning how to move through the triggers, these opportunities, these invitations for our soul growth, because these things are, um, they're coming to us for our soul to grow, for our soul to know thyself better, and for myself personally, when I did this work with some support um, and some guidance, it was life-changing for me. So that this is what this container is, is to be able to dive into these places deeper within ourselves um, with safety, with learning how to regulate our nervous system as we do this work, because that's really, really important in integration and processing is the regulation of the nervous system. So if having a safe space and also having a guide um, and support. So yeah, this is a really potent, really powerful container. And if, if you feel like that resonates with you, please reach out to me and we'll see if we're, we're a good fit for each other. And I'm really looking forward to it. So, oh, and in December, I am going to be doing a Tending to the Inner Fire workshop so look out for that. I'm not sure when in December yet, but sometime in December. So you are? I will be posting. A, yeah, I am. I will be posting. <laughs> news to me. 
I will be posting about that on my Instagram as well for which weekend that I'm going to do. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I've felt the call, so I'm going to lean in. I'm going to do it virtually so you can come from anywhere. And yeah, look out for that if you're interested or get a hold of me and I can put you like on the wait list for now. And again, just yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here. We love you so also, much. Also, in our break, both me and Michaela have birthdays. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. During this break. Yeah. Michaela's birthday is December 14th. Mine is Sagittarius. December 31st. It's hashtag Sag. Hashtag Cap. Um, yeah. So, you know, wish us happy birthday. Send us happy birthday presents. No, I'm kidding. Um, just send us happy <laughs> Not birthday. Not really. <laughs> but isn't that so cool that our birthdays are only two weeks apart love that for us usually it's 31st right yeah 31st yeah i don't know in my mind i always think it's the 30th i don't know why get it right bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so that'll be exciting i'm turning 31 you're turning 28 yeah i'm excited for 28 i'm in my like saturn return right now too so figuring that out riding the waves but like i'm like i'm excited for 28 i'm like really excited which is like cool because the last like few years i feel like my 20s like it's like it's a little unfair because i feel like living through the pandemic i feel like a bunch of it was just like it's supposed it's supposed to be like my like thriving years and i had all these plans of like you know these festivals and traveling and this and this and i'm like i'm in my 20s so this is when you can like do all this fun stuff which is like totally a lie you can do this whenever you want which was also a process for me but i felt like i was like robbed in my 20s and then and then the last few years i felt old i'm like i'm in my late 20s and I'm aging and like I'm old and this is stupid (laughs) and I was not pumped to turn 26 and I don't even think I was really pumped to turn 27 but I am pumped to turn 28 like I I've had yeah no I'm excited I think this no I think I know I know this is going to be a great year and I'm excited for it and my last year was great too and you know as I'm just I'm just learning like I'm learning and I'm growing and like what's not to be excited about because I don't wish I was my 19 year old self at all we love her thank you send her love (laughs) we also let her go (laughs) we see yeah so you know um so I'm not stuck in that place where I'm like my value is tied to my age or how young I am like there's not a cap like we don't like cap out at like 25 or 22 and then our life is over that's fucking bullshit my life's just getting started baby so bring on 28 I'm pumped I'm pumped too yeah it's gonna be good okay so anything else uh see you in season two like comment subscribe Send us your questions. Please send us your questions questions. if you have any, any suggestions. If you have any suggestions for someone you'd like to see on the podcast, let us know. Or even just suggestions in general or comments about the podcast. It also just really helps us out. And if you haven't already, please give us 
um, a rating on Apple and Spotify. It makes a big difference. Same with YouTube. Please, please subscribe. Uh, leave us a comment. Share our episodes with somebody else. Really helps us out as well. And yeah, thanks again for just like listening and being here and, you know, sharing space with us. Yep. Okay. See you in the new year. <laughs> Perfect 2.0. Okay. See you Thank for season you. two. Bye. We love you. Bye. Thank you.